There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a salute, which of course is in Spanish for cheers. And uh, salute, Chris. Salute, Mark, and uh, salute, listeners. And uh, welcome to the Gin and Journal podcast, where we only review New Zealand gin. That's um, right, and we're the best in the world at reviewing New Zealand gin. And only New Zealand gin, Mark. Only New Zealand gin. And this the Queen dies, and then we review an English gin. Or, in this case, a, uh, a Spanish gin. Not because the king has died, I think. No, I don't believe so, anyway, unless it's... Well, I don't know, unless you're listening to this podcast sometime in the future. I don't even know who the Spanish king is. That's how poor this is. Um, but, anyway, this is the number one gin podcast in New Zealand uh, for New Zealand gin. And, uh, yeah, welcome along. We keep things normal we like typical kiwi style we don't over egg things we don't say how wonderful things are unless they are very good we say um, they're wonderful if they're wonderful come on we do but we we like to keep it laid back low key um, we don't talk about mouthfeel we don't no. talk about palate etc etc basically we just say is this a good gin uh, and that's, I was going to say, that's all we say. It, it's, I mean, whether it's a good gin, hopefully along the way you learn a little bit about gin. Uh, and uh, also you improve your gin decisions. Uh, yes. So next time you're in a bar and you feel like a G&T, you'll actually know what you're talking about. Or at least you'll have some idea about whether the gin you're about to order is good, bad or indifferent. Yeah, and as we found out uh, last week, was last week uh, the um, strange nature? Hmm. Um, that, yeah, it's it's a um, decisive gin. You either like it or you don't. I think I think uh, I think listeners will agree that I I was just indifferent to it. You know. <laughs> yeah, you were well balanced. Yeah, it's hard mm-hmm. to work out whether you liked it or not. Uh, but anyway, this week, um, listeners may remember I popped over to Europe to uh, drop my daughter off in Spain. Um. Back in August, and uh, coincidentally, I'm picking her up from well, not from Spain, from Auckland <laughs> this this weekend. Um, but while I was over there, I brought some gin because that's what you do mm. when you travel. Um, I must say, Spain has a lot of gin, as you'd expect, a lot of al- other alcohol, and it's all very, very well priced. It's an interesting thing, isn't it? I never really thought about Spanish gin. I mean. I sangria and all that kind of stuff. I just yeah. hadn't thought of gin as a Spanish drink, but I mean, why the hell wouldn't it be? You know. Well, I mean, apart from being Dutch, yeah. No, but I mean, in terms of often the client, you know, it's a nice, warm climate. You know, sitting there with your gin and tonic. You know, you've plucked your your citrus from the the tree. You know, I, I, I could, gin and tonic sounds perfect for uh, Spain, really. It does, and uh, the part of Spain my daughter was in was South Spain, which is very nice. I could yeah. easily move there. Um, yeah, just about perfect. Um, so tonight's gin is called 38 Dry Gin. Now, I'd love to tell you about the botanicals, but I have no idea. <laughs> um, I I mean, it's a, it's a dry gin, so what's that mean? It's, it's slightly tartar. Like, normally dries means it's, it's a bit more bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I have no idea. Um, but there was a very good reason why I bought this gym, Chris. Okay, tell me. Um, it was five euros. Five euros. I mean, yeah, and because the dollar's just about New Zealand dollars, about fifty cent or fifty euro cents. Um, so there's a ten dollar gym. Wow. Um, and yeah, I thought, why not? Um, because it was there. So, what can we tell you about the bottle? Oh, interesting thing with Spanish gins, Chris. Mm -hmm. They are all screw top. See if you can hear this. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. That's me unscrewing the gin. The gin I mean, top. you know it's a quality gin if you're unscrewing the lid, you know? Well, to be fair, I have another gin that was more expensive, and it also has a screw top. Um, and they also have one of those no mess um, plastic cap type things yeah. so when you pour it there's nothing left behind okay uh, so yeah you know foreign cultures and all that yep um, now we like to taste our gins neat uh, because some gins you really can and some gins like last week you really can't just before we get into that I've been giving this a little sniff right don't smell very much. No, it is um, it is mild. It is. Like, yeah, if you said what alcohol is this? I'd say I'm not even sure it's alcohol. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, let's, well. Um, let's taste it then and see if it is alcohol. Mmm. I can see why there's not a lot of um, smell to the gin. Or I can taste why there's not a lot of smell to the gin. It's not... It's not unpleasant. No. It, 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 it isn't five or five euro tasting gin. Do you get a lot of aniseed? No. Aniseed and licorice, that's what I seem to get. Mm. Hang on, I'm, I'm going in for a second second attempt. I like it. It, your mouth knows it has something in it. Um, yeah, actually, no, you're right. There is there's an aniseedy, licoricey thing, but in a nice way. Yeah, Do you know, you're, you're right. Your mouth knows it's been assaulted by something, but your throat doesn't. It goes down yes. very, very smoothly. It does doesn't it? And it's got a subtle. Uh, sweetness to it i would say so i'm not quite sure about the dry but there's a certain sweetness that coats your mouth in a slightly thicker sweeter something, mm, something. That, that that for five bucks and that's five bucks for the bottle not just yeah, for the 700 700 mils um 70 cl is what i can do and uh, and 37.5, so not even strong for a gin. You know, gin's normally 40 to 42. We, yeah. Like Curiosity was 37 or something, I think. Uh, you know what? That is, that's quite pleasant. I don't, yeah. I don't like to admit it because New Zealand is the, <laughs> we make the best gins in the world. I think that's, that's, yes. yeah. well, Jim, or well, Jinpian of the world. Oh, very nice. Um, shall we? Shall we go a step further and actually make the gin and tonic? We should, but I have 
finished. Normally I don't finish my samples of the um, of the meat. Uh, You've what, sorry? I normally I don't finish the samples of the meat. All right. Um, but this time I have. Hmm. Okay, well I'm going to... Uh, this might be a heavy pour actually, but... That, that's about... That's about... A, well, kind of. It's a bit more than what I'd normally have, but... Um, uh, what's your tonic of choice? I am back to the supermarket brand. Oh, well... I, do you know the funny thing? Your supermarket brand tonic is going to cost more than your gin. <laughs> uh, no, 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 because the gin was $10. $10. But this is, this is, you're right, this is the cheapest gin I've ever had. Yeah, but the cheapest gin, but also with a remarkably, I mean, cheap tonic as well. Yeah, you're quite I mean, cheap, basically. Cheapest, cheapest gin and tonic ever. Yeah. Apart from the free one I got the other week. That doesn't count. Somebody paid for that. Well, no, the bar had to because they stuffed up our order. Oh, okay. Um, that was a good experience. And, and I, I don't know. This is a, a slight sidebar. I am, um, you know, you may call me fussy or particular. I said, may I have the gin and tonic? Can you bring the tonic out separately? Fair I enough. mix my own. I'm precious. Um, and they brought out the tonic, and it was the same tonic that I am drinking now from the supermarket, still in the supermarket plastic bottle. No, I mean, it's not like you take your wife to classy restaurants or anything, but that's this a, was, that's a new was, low even for you. This was a classy restaurant. And they were using supermarket tonic? Yes, and they brought it out in the bottle, in the plastic bottle. I thought, if that was me, I would have just put it into another glass. I think you and I have got a slightly different um, understanding of what classy restaurant means. <laughs> Did it have straw on the floor, Mark? <laughs> no, but no, but this one, even the seats moved. They weren't um, screwed down. Oh, wow. You're going yeah, up in the was, world. This was, um, this was a premium. It had a premium location in uh, Rotorua Eat Street. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, that was the Divergent. We're on to this gin and tonic, which is 38 dry gin. Pure dry gin from Espanol. Do you know what I'm going to do, Mark? I'm going to move to Spain. <laughs> I think I might join you, Chris. You, there's a funny, there's a funny little uh, you know comparison here between craft beer and gin. <laughs> So I think on occasions, New Zealand gets carried away creating craft yeah, gin. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, I'm going to mix it with this botanical and that, but you know, going, yeah. And my Whereas, still named Delilah that yeah, forged right. out of something. Whereas this is an honest gin. This is a lesson in how to make gins. It's not, I mean, it, it's not, I was going to say, it's not exciting. It's not really and once you've mixed it with a tonic, that kind of aniseedy, licorice more aniseedy thing, flavor, disappears, wanders off. It's ah, it's gone, right? It's still there. Like it's it's. I don't get it at all. I don't even like aniseed, what? and I'm not getting no, it. No, I, I always think of little bitty, um, which which is not my favorite. I know you like it. This is just an incredibly pleasant gin. It is, isn't it? It's not offensive. You're right. No, you are right. The aniseed does come back to mention itself. Uh, 
but yeah, not offensive. You've got a little bit of juniper in there. Um, I would happily stack this up against a bunch of other gins and uh, you wouldn't be able to tell that this cost 10 bucks. No, you wouldn't. And even if the bottle's not cheap. Um, True. Right. It, it looks, it's a, it's a stocky bottle, but. Yeah, you know, I went into my local liquor store the other day and um, yeah, we, we talk about the, uh, the um, cost of living crisis and all that kind of stuff. But honestly, I'm looking at gins that I bought a year ago and there's an extra $10 on the, $10 on the price. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you know, um, sauce, my favorite, you know, but sauce has gone from being like, you'd get it for one, 115, something like that. Now you're looking at 125 or $130, $130 for, for exactly the same thing. Like, and some of the other ones that, you know, we've tried and gone here, it's all right. They're looking like 80 or $90. Yeah. I, I really, um, struggle now with the price of gin maybe it's because the speed i drink it as well could be um but you you have hard to find value well my um my uh mother-in-law the other day um asked me to recommend some gins oh yes for a friend of hers uh and i was going oh what would i recommend Actually, I started think, and I went back to some of the ones that we've really enjoyed in the past that haven't broken the bank. So, um, yep. I talked about your favourite or one of your favourites, the uh, the Bond Store. Yes, that uh, is. Yeah, honestly, right. I bring that out for friends who come over, well, my wife's friends, um, and they're just going, "Oh, that's such a good gin," and yeah. I'm like, "That's a fifty dollar gin." Yep, but um, black collar. Which is another yes. kind of, you know, that's nice. That's read and read, yes. native gin, that's nice. You, you don't have to spend a lot to get a good gin. Still well priced. Yeah, yep, yeah. Um, and some of these, you know, it seems at the moment, every time somebody releases a new gin, oh, we're an artisan gin, uh, we're, we're going to charge you $90 for the privilege of drinking our gin. I think, hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you can see this is a good gin because we have gone off topic. But it's just a pleasant drink, right? It's a, it's it, it's doing exactly what you need a gin to do. This is this is this is. We've talked about this before in earlier podcasts. This concept of you've gone, I've got your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday gin. Yes. Yeah, and and this is any one of those days, and then you've got your your Friday, your Saturday, and your Sunday gins, which are a little bit more, you know. But um, I would happily drink this any day of the week, perfectly honest. Yeah, you could. And I can imagine summer summer is going to turn up at some point. I would happily be sitting in the garden with one of these and I would think I'm the king of the world, you know? (laughs) You would. And you'd also, if someone came over and you said, try the Spanish gym, and they would go... That's a really good gin, and you go, yeah, yeah. I had to had to buy it specially from Spain because it was the cheapest one. I had to import it specially. Yeah. Hey, yeah. that is an idea. Should we just import it? <laughs> Seriously, um, we should do that. We should import it. You could, couldn't you? I mean, like, even if even if duty is twice what it costs. Yeah. You've then we'd call it something. You know, thirty-eight dry gin. Yep. 
Okay, we wouldn't even bother calling it anything. Uh, and I don't know. You, you know how, um, oh, what is it? With tequilas, they put worms in it or something like that. Uh, yeah. Because it's from Spain, we'd put a little donkey in it. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for your, yeah. your uh, Britishness to come out. Yeah, we'll just put a little donkey in the bottom. You know. You're a Eurosceptic, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, no. Um, it's a good gin. You should drink it. If you can find, I mean, you're not going to be able to find it unless you're right. in Spain. Unless you're in Spain and in the... Um, I think I only found it in the... Um, oh, what's this place? Consum. C-O-N-S-U-M, which is a supermarket. Like, little than any of the others. Although, interesting enough, it is made by a fairly well-known Spanish yeah. distillery. Yeah, yeah, you can uh, you can look up 38. Uh, what is it? Oh, my Spanish is terrible, which is why I was uh, relying on I think daughter. it's Distilleres Esprendecida. Esprendecida, yeah. Uh, they look like they do some amazing journeys. Yep. Uh, and also uh, rum cream with Chata, a uh, that's donkey, tequila. isn't it? <laughs> it's actually a black tequila cream, a gin 38 premium London dry, uh, a winey and wild wine infused gin, which I'd like actually like to try, a premium vodka. It, yeah, and um, they won some awards at the liquor awards. Well, I think I think what we have to say is that yeah, we are a New Zealand-based gin podcast. Everyone is a New Zealand-based New Zealand gin podcast. Um, but every so often, it's nice to see what the competition are up to, and uh, in this case, I think the competition is doing fine. Mm. Um, it kind of needs to do a little less well, I think. <laughs> Do get that nice um, licorice um, aniseed something there. It, it's subtle. I really like. If you'd relabeled this as kiwi gin or something, yeah, Wait we'd be raving about 80 it. Bucks a bottle. Yeah. yeah, and and marketed as it's um, I don't know, extremely good spout. Oh, and screw cut. Um, yeah, brilliant. Um, what do you say, Chris? This is the best foreign gin you've had. Oh, um, no. I mean, no? well, it's a it's a weekday gin. Mm-hmm. It's not complex or anything. You know, nope. you, you know, you're not going to be sitting here contemplating your navel drinking this. You're just going to drink it. Um, I've drunk. Particularly, I mean, the UK is blessed with good gins as well. Um, I have drunk many a gin in the UK, which is, you know, more complex and more interesting than this. Um, but, you know, for what this is, I think it's a absolute bargain. And, uh, you know, to be perfectly honest, if somebody, you know, if I was in a gin bar in, you know, in London and I was with, uh, you know, the, I'm trying to think, you know. 
Yeah, with the um, bankers that used to hang Yeah, out. yeah, you know, with the bankers or the lawyers or whatever. And, uh, you know, they're all knocking back some, like, you know, expensive G&T. I would happily be drinking this and going, yep, I'm, you know, I'm a happy yeah. bunny, thank you. I'm a happy bunny. Yeah. Sitting on the, uh, you know, South Bank, watching the Thames uh, flow by. Yeah. Uh, drinking Spanish gin. Yeah, to be fair, I, I'd, I'd prefer to be in Spain, in Seville or like, you know, yeah, somewhere. But no, uh, good choice, Mark, good choice. Um, I like this. I like being able to, you know, we are a New Zealand gin podcast, but every so often just bringing something in, I think is a good idea. Um, so I look forward to doing this again. Yes, we have uh, one more Spanish gin to try. Yep. Uh, which is... I know it's to say it's completely different, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. We don't know. <laughs> but with that, Chris, it's uh, time to say salute. Salute. And uh, we will catch you next time. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. My baby goes that night and stays till the morning comes.